Welcome to the Simwits Podcast. My name is Paul Hill. I am joined by my co-host, Ryan Fisher. What's up, guys? The topic from the cockpit today uh, will be a deep dive into uh, sim equipment, realistically. Um, I do kind of want to preface this with this is more so personal opinion and advice from everything we've used. So I'm not going to speak on Moza or any of these brands that I haven't tried. Thrustmaster even, I've never actually owned that. This is just going to be basically on Fanatec, Logitech, SimMagic, and then like our rigs and what we've used in the past. So uh, with that in mind, I think we're going to lead this off with Fanatec. So Ryan, tell me your experiences with the Fanatec ecosystem. So my experience with the Fanatec ecosystem started when I bought Clubsport V3 inverted pedals. So load cell pedals, awesome product, awesome product for the price and the seriousness that I was taking sim racing at the time. Like they were perfect. Fanatec is perfect for serious novice guys. Fanatec equipment will take you, let's say, what do you think, Paul? 80% of the way there? Yeah, I would, I, I would agree with that. I mean, some people would never even, I think, and I don't mean this in any sort of mean way, I don't think some people will ever reach the limit of Fanatec gear. I mean, they have a phenomenal, not to hijack here, but they have a phenomenal system that ranges from 5 Duke meters all the way up to 23. So yeah, it's a pretty good family of, of gear, honestly, in that regard. Yeah. Um, but I do have some gripes with them. I had to RMA my CSL DD. And it took me a month. And there was also like their lack of communication was kind of a dismal. You do also hear of bad things happening on forums. And so they're kind of, I don't know, it's like a 50-50 with them. You could get really great service or you could get really crappy service. So, yeah, I don't know. Their service is just all over the place, but their products are good for a serious novice person. Yeah, so if you're trying to be faster than most, but you're not trying to race with Johnny O'Connell or some crazy people, like, it's perfect. Um, I will mention as well, um, for me, a con, is they're not updating fast enough with the times. And by that, I don't mean, like, they Mm. have bad advertising, but, like, the actual hardware is being outmatched. Yeah, it's getting outmatched. I mean, it... I actually set one of their universal hubs that I got with my wheel um, here to the side. So for those watching the video, you'll see what I'm talking about. But their like quick release system now, they've been talking about building a new version for how two long? Years right? now? Like two years. years. But when I tell you this is the most del, I never took my steering wheel off because of how delicate this system is. There's just these little prongs inside this hub that you have to slide into the prongs on the wheelbase. And I broke one and had to RMA one, my hub, and I was in the same boat. It was about a month before I got the part. And I had to fix it myself because they they were like, well, we don't want you to ship it back. It's like just a thing. So I actually had to, they had to send me instructions and I had to take it apart and fix it myself. Thankfully, I'm handy, not a big deal. But it's just a very delicate and terrible design when... Sim Magic, which has not been in the market very long, has already done NRG style hubs, wireless connectivity. So there are some prongs in here if you look, but all they do is they touch this other brass piece, and, and that's what charge. 
and they're spring loaded and the, and they're charging. All it does is charge my my wheel. So great system, and it allows me to use an NRG hub with any wheel. So if I'm a drifter and you don't need paddles and all the fancy buttons, you're just trying to swing the wheel around. You can just have 27 wheels on $80 hubs and use anything yeah. you like. Yeah. So Fanatec is really behind the times on that, uh, in my opinion. But uh, so that they do have a good wheel selection. They do. So you don't really need to do that as much with their stuff, too. That is a good point, Ryan. Yeah. They have a universal so, hub that you can, like Paul has a universal hub. I had it, too. You can stick whatever wheel you want on it. So that is a good option um, if they don't have a wheel that you specifically like like the mclaren wheel for example it's a good looking wheel yeah it, 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 you know there's some people have gripes with it being mostly plastic but like it's a good looking wheel yeah. f1 wheel looks good a little small for me but it looks good you know that's kind of our pros and cons dealing with fanatec for so long uh is definitely the ones that we're most familiar with yeah 100 um, percent i had the exact same pedals as ryan so i don't really have anything to add either on that i think they're a great starter pedal and I do want to touch on this is more of a technical standpoint and it's nothing against Sim Magic because or Sim Magic. Fanatec, it's actually a praise for Sim Magic. I hate rubber polymers. And I wish more companies would do what Sim Magic does and go with spring and hydraulic based setups. Because honestly, these pedals are an extra hundred bucks over the top of the line Fanatec. Yeah. Pedals. And they're like light years ahead of them. But the downside is Simmagic doesn't have compatibility with Xbox. And then you have two separate ecosystems intermingling. And it's a whole mess. Yeah. So I wish I wish Fanatec would take the effort to uh, maybe invest into that a little bit more as well. Is their pedal design. I get if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But there are better things now. Yeah. Once again, the hardware is upgraded. So. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll touch on Logitech. Not much to say there. Pros, they're cheap. Cons, they're cheap. Do you have anything else to add? Logitech is good for if you just want to learn a track, maybe carry a little bit of speed. But like learning a track and just having fun with friends is about the only use for a, for a Logitech. That's it. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I I will say this is probably a little tangity, but... Uh, I would not own a Logitech if you were trying to do rally or taking road racing serious. I think you can get away with it on oval for sure. Um, but for, I mean, there was pro e NASCAR guys on Logitech. So it, that's where this opinion is coming from. Uh, yeah. But for like road racing, it just doesn't have the fidelity. In rally, you're going to blow that thing apart if you don't do your settings like super dull. So yeah. Um, that that's my opinion on Logitech. I have one briefly. Was not a fan. Got rid of it. Uh, didn't think twice about it. Um, but I guess what what are your uh, thoughts on Sim Magic? I know you're oh pretty gosh. hyped with them. Yeah, I'm a little, uh, I'll I'll keep the fanboying to a minimum. Super high quality. I mean, everything they build just looks good. The little engraving. So unlike. Uh, Fanatec, they like actually engraved the direct drive wheel. Like it's, I mean, it's just beautiful of a base aesthetically speaking, right? It's a little black box, but it's pretty. The steering wheels are stout. They're built one-to-one -one sizing is amazing too. So I guess that's another gripe I'll touch on with Fanatec. Uh, not to backtrack, but they use smaller sizes. The Magic does it. 
So like you get 300 millimeter wheels, 325 millimeter wheels, like big proportional wheels for people with big hands, right? It's yeah. Nice. Um, they push tech too. When it comes to them as a company, they're helping progress the sim equipment better than I think everyone else, including Simicube. Like Simicube's been running off of their name as well, just like Fanatec for a while. They're still the best in the business, but they're not actively trying to make the market better. So I really like them for that as a culture standpoint. And then um, I also like that they use third-party vendors. I know that sounds odd because it's actually, if you go into any sort of sim community forum right now, everyone gripes about it. But I like it because, um, you know, I talk to someone in my time zone, in my language, and they are more incentivized to take care of us than the vendor is because, like, they want our return business. All they have to offer is customer service. So I really like it um, personally. Some people hate it. That's more of a preference thing. Um, my only real con for them is I wish I don't really care anymore, but they're PC only. So if you try to play this on anything else, ain't going to work. Yeah, that's true. It's PC only. Yeah, that's the only gripe. PC only. Yeah. But that doesn't Everything really else, matter to me. Yeah, me neither. But, I mean, I, I guess you could argue, too, there's no power button on the sim or on the wheelbase. I do wish it had a power button. So yes. you have to, like, unplug it. Yeah. I, I would say that's a con, too, if I'm getting down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah, if I'm being nitty-gritty, I don't like that it doesn't have a power switch. But it does if you use the correct cord that they send you. I didn't. I used one from I had laying around. Besides that, I just wish it would be on the base and not on the power cord. I Make agree. it someplace that you know you can easily get to every time. So that's my only yeah. gripe. I would agree with that. I think that kind of leads pretty well into also like the ergonomics of what you buy. So do you have any opinions or, you know, kind of want to dive into that for, for the people? I don't really have any opinions. I more have advice of um, the, the ergonomics are better and more customizable with SimMagic and Fanatec, not so much Logitech. You can upgrade Logitech wheels, but you have to pull the wheels apart and it's a whole ordeal. So it's it's more trouble than it's worth. But like I said, you can get customizable wheels from both SimMagic and Fanatec. So ergonomics wise, I think that's where you can kind of have a, a little bit of freedom in whatever feels good to you. I would suggest if you're trying to do road racing, Stick with like 320 to 330 if you have a good wheelbase, like a high power wheelbase. If you have a low power wheelbase, maybe stick to 300 to 270 ish because that's about all the torque that they can give, and that's about the most fidelity they can give at those torque levels. So that would be my only thing, would be size kind of depends on power of wheelbase i will um further elaborate what he's saying is so like it was literally a topic of conversation between me and ryan privately about how we love the gt4 wheel that we have right there on screen yeah but these wheelbases make so much power i wish it was the size of my old miata wheel i love the wheel itself it's beautifully built 
but like 23 newton meters through a 300 millimeter wheel is very uh sorry my cat timmy <laughs> me stop anyway uh we will probably keep that in there just for the comedy yeah, factor of my cat uh, we love my, you timmy my cat my cat was literally trying to hit the escape button on my uh <laughs> keyboard there anyway um thanks tim ruined my train of thought uh <laughs> more power you have the bigger wheel you want because you need the leverage but if you have low power like he said the fidelity what he means by that is a 320 millimeter wheel when you're holding it and it tries to twitch you're going to have so much leverage you're just going to counter that and you're not going to feel crap so yeah that's also why logitech wheels with their gear driven gives you like it's like i mean how big is that wheel ryan like six inches i feel like i'm it's holding like a fisher a price tool yeah it's it's a very small, small wheel, but it's because it's a very weak low wheel. torque wheelbase. Yeah, so that's what he means by that, just to kind of elaborate. I know I probably didn't need to, but just in case nobody knows. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that statement as well. Like ergonomics are key. Size of the wheel is key. The more power you got, the bigger the wheel you probably want, unless you're a weirdo. I guess that kind of leads into like pedal placement as well if we're talking ergonomics and gloves. Had I mean... We both yeah. agree on gloves when anything over belt or over gear driven, but you know, you drove on a on a desk, so you probably have a better understanding of how important pedal placement, bracing, your knees, if you want to kind of talk on that. Yeah, so this kind of kicks off our desk versus rig like conversation because I spent all of my time on a desk and Paul has spent most of his time on some sort of rig some sort of metal thing for his yep. wheel unlike me there's definitely pros and cons to a desk versus rig um a desk you probably already have it in your house so one it's an easy place to put your wheel two it's free you already have it so you don't have to go anywhere and f three you can take your wheel off of it you don't have to put anything up it's just it's there like you were never there again. So very easy, minimal cleanup time, setup, teardown time. On the flip side of that, the ergonomics suck. Like I had to put my pedals up against the wall and put two shoes behind me with rubber soles on my carpet so that my desk chair didn't roll back while I was braking. So yeah, that driving that for two hours would fatigue me as much as driving a direct drive wheel in a rig for 10 hours i do want to touch on two i know the big gripe a lot of guys have when i talk to my friends about because i always i always promote a rig i've been promoting a rig before i was even on a pc which sounds comical when you really think about it they're not they don't take up that much space everyone complains about the space but like ryan does not have a very big room and if I mean, you have a two-person couch you have a space for a simulator so kind of simple. I mean, I have always sacrificed a little bit of space in my house for it. I even had it at one point in my living room, which was a great, by the way, social piece. Everyone loved to come in and play on that sucker. But, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it just sat right there in the corner in the living room, and no one, you know, that's just where I played my games. But um, so yeah, I, I would say if you can find a wit, if there's a will, there's a way. But make it happen man it even if it's a foldable one I, I like ryan said i've always had a rig of some sort that standalone but i had like this hammock design one when i first was like getting into it wasn't sure if i was going to stay into it 
And I actually sold the Logitech wheel, but I kept the hammock and just upgraded my wheel and put it on there. And it was great because it was, com- dude, that thing was crazy comfortable. It, you literally were just like sitting in a hammock. It was great. That's amazing. You, yeah. I, I wish I could. It was a play seat, NASCAR play seat. Nice. I, yeah. So great. Honestly, if you got like sub five newt meters of torque, like five and under, totally fine. Yeah. But if you have anything five or over, which if you're taking it pretty seriously up to this point, like getting a rig, wheelbases now are anywhere from, we'll say seven to 11 Newton meters on the, on the low end scale. So you need to be looking into a rig. So that leads us into our next segment of what, what's our rigs, what's our setups. So Paul, what's your setup? You got a crazy shifter over there. Yes. So basic uh light up Simmagic Alpha U wheelbase. Um and then I did find this guy on Facebook actually. Q1RS or no, this is the non S Q1R, which is like they're fancy. It's got a bunch of buttons and lights on it. Awesome. Super, super tactile. Feels amazing. Love that guy. Uh eighty twenty rig, which we'll dive into that in a second. I did splurge for a button box that I've had for a while. And then I got a stream deck as well, which is a pure luxury item. I yeah. do streaming, so it's really nice. I run 34-inch uh, ultra-wide, and then I do have an overhead monitor for like my Discord call and stuff while I'm racing. So, uh, But other than that, I think that's everything. Right? And my pedals, right? And yeah. then I also have the Sim, Sim Magic 200-kilogram two, pedals, which are incredible. Yeah, P2000s. Um, yeah, they're. I will recommend those over just about any high or mid to low brand there is. Rickmotech maybe above them. That's about it. Yeah, that's pretty much my rig. And then of course I bought the actual physical frame is uh, a Rig Metal Plus frame uh, from Rig Metal. Uh, I would recommend if you got the space to go for the plus. It's a little bit larger than Ryan's. Yeah. Um, but if you got the space, they have like a couple extra braces and fancy doodads that kind of make it a little bit, I guess, more stout. And like mine came with feet. So I guess it depends on what you care about. And you can get the feet upgrade for any of their equipment, but the feet are nice. It's a nice little plus. Yeah, that's the only gripe with uh, my rig. Like I have a different rig to Paul because I'm kind of the tentative one out of like this group like out of me and paul paul tends to do his research and like i don't know paul just has a different outlook on all this stuff and i bought the cheaper rig this rig is like 350 maybe 400 bucks and yeah i think in the base form yeah uh, yeah and so like it's plenty modular and i can basically go wherever i like I can move my pedals further out if I need to. I can move my seat back more if I need to. Uh, I can move my steering wheel closer to me to get my screen closer to me. I can change anything I want. The only gripe is I feel like it needs to be longer. Yep. That's my only thing. Besides that, I have the same setup as Paul. I don't have a button box and I have a 35-inch TV. I mean, a 35-inch screen. That's it. So we pretty much run identical setups. But... um, and our times reflect it. Yeah, literally within a tenth of ourselves every time. If you're deciding rig versus desk or wanting to make the jump to rig, 
there is no reason, in my opinion, this might be a little tangenty, to go with anything other than Rig Metal as a brand, just because they are so affordable and modular. You can get them in silver, you can get them in black, whatever yep. your aesthetic is. Yep. Um, they're not tubular. They don't have weird per tire. Like some of the brands, they have like special mounts for the monitors that you can't mount to other eighty. It's it's a mess in some of these other because they want you right. They want yeah, you to stay. They want in you their, to stick in their ecosystem. Rig whereas, Metal is basically just big Legos. You could go and have it cut. And then your friend could go measure your rig and build it himself and not even order from them. Yeah, like so, I want to completely rebuild a rig and completely custom measure everything out and build it specifically suited to me. But you don't have to do that. This $400 rig, I, if I didn't want to rebuild a rig completely suited to me, this rig would last me the rest of my racing career, 100%. Yep, one and done. You could run... Yep. a. Five newt meter all the way up to our 23 newt meter bases and be absolutely okay. I can't speak out of all the industry stuff or people I've dealt with. Reg metal makes the most sense. They're yeah. incredible. Yep. They're easy honestly. to deal with too. Yeah, they are. Great people. Email you right back instantly. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Um, so high praises on them as well. Uh, so I guess we'll talk about two. We kind of dug into the rig metal and the rigs. I have a button box in a stream deck. You just have the stream deck. Yeah, oh, like kind of accessories I want. I would like um to get a mount for my wheel because I plan on having multiple wheels that I can just stick on the side of my rig and pull off and put on and do whatever I want, store them in a safe place. Maybe a cup holder for a beer. That's about it. Fair enough. <laughs> I uh... <laughs> that's about it for the five hundred, mm. brother. Oh uh, yeah. No, I uh I would like to add to that a phone holder. I know oh, that sounds yeah. weird. But for for those that once you get into these cool little modular things, people can 3D print you anything. So you can only yeah. see me from like the chest up. But like you got bars for days over here that you could just mount stuff to. Oh, yeah, so it's amazing. I'm definitely going to mount up uh, some sort of phone holder at some point. I just Same. haven't ordered one. Same. I think that pretty much covers everything. We talked about our bases. Kind of dove into everything for you guys. So with that in mind, I think we are going to wrap this guy up, this episode for you, and uh, let you guys go about your day. So um, with that, I'd like to say have a good day, guys. Race hard, race smart, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you all later.